It's like a void of black. There's a portal over here. Let's talk about some spooky shit. I know, I know just doing this. I know, yeah. me too. God, you look so cute today. You have, like, your little earrings in. Oh, yeah. Yes. I never wear earrings. I know. You yeah. look great. Yeah, I put them in, and then I just, I got too lazy to take them out, so I've had them yeah. in for, like, a week. Yeah. So, look at me. Thanks. It's, like, been a good month for everyone. Like, yeah. You got a promotion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has been a good month. A busy month, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh I feel God. like I haven't got to see you guys. We haven't got to get, like, been able to get together and do our, our church sessions. I know, since Stuff. my birthday thing. Yeah, we your birthday oh. was the last time we got together. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. Was it that long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I know. And it's officially less than a year until Jerrica and Jesse's wedding. I know. Oh, my gosh. Dude, we got to put the pedal to the metal. I like, know. man. But I'm lacking. I need to get on top of my dress order. Because in my head, I'm like... My body's going to change so much I before I order it. Nope. No, it's I not. I want to lose 30 more pounds before I order it, and then now I have no knees. So it's like, well, <laughs> man, that's probably it. That's probably it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, if I don't get on the ball, it's going to be here before I know it, and then I don't want to have to panic order it. So Yeah. Yeah. But it's exciting. I know. Exciting stuff. How are you? I'm good. Um, Yeah. Just can't believe it's the end of the year already. Yeah. Fucking another wave of fucking COVID shit. Like, yeah, here we go again. Are we in a simulation? I'm over this. I know. For real. Know. Are we? For real. <sighs> I had my booster. Yeah. Did it Ugh. kill you? Mine yeah, kicked my ass. for like 36 hours and Damn. then it was fine Which one did that. you get? Moderna? Moderna. Moderna. I got mm-hmm. Pfizer and it still kicked my ass. I was, I've got mine scheduled for Monday. Yeah. So, but I think I took the next day off just in case. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But anyways, we are so glad to be back and to be telling you guys uh, some of our stories. So who wants to explain what our episode is today? I guess I will. We're doing creepy Christmas carols, I guess. Yeah. Um, Just creepy stories and folklore around this time of the year. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff because we have the winter solstice right now. We have a lot yeah, of too. folklore. There's a lot of paganism around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a tradition. For a really long time, up until like the early like nineteen fifties, to actually tell ghost stories on yes. Christmas. Ooh. Let's bring that back. I know. I agree. Why did we stop? I don't know. Because oh, I I Catholic think winter Church. is spooky and creepy. It's yeah. cold. Yeah. You don't want to be outside. Cold, dark. Like lots of weird mm. noises. Yes. You get snowed Wind. in. That feeling of like claustrophobia. Isolation. Yeah. 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 It's a great time for scary stories. Yeah. So anyways, um, all right, Birdie, we will start with you. He is the son of Hale, the goddess of death in North mythology. His name means claw. And according to Austrian folklore, on the evening of December 5th, a night called Krumpschnaken, a mangled half-man, half-goat creature comes out to play. He has a deranged face with bloodshot eyes. His body is covered in thick black fur. He has giant horns curled up from his head, displaying his half-goat, half-demon lineage. He limps around quiet village, village streets on one human foot and one cloven foot searching for children. He is a twisted companion to St. Nicholas, and his name is Krampus, the terror of Christmas time. His body and arms are strung with chains and bells, and he carries a large sack along with him. Yuck. 
Like his ball sack? Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Duh. Obviously. Creepy. I'm, I'm covering Krampus. Yes. And if you've never heard about Krampus, um, he is a demonoid. I personally think he might be of the Fae, but he hmm. is an early pagan creature that brought around the solstice. And if you were naughty during the winter solstice, he came and he stole you away in the night if you were a child. And according to folklore, he either um, drug you to the underground or he drowned you in a river or he ate you as a snack, depending. Hmm. Dear God. I know. People were telling children this? Yep. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you kind of had to. There's, okay, I'll get into it. There's rules around him. So if if you were naughty but not that bad, you'd wake up and you had like a, a stick, a, a birch stick in your shoe. Okay. Or if he caught you, maybe he'd whip you with it and like let you go. Okay. That was like eh. best case scenario. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or he left you alone. And then oh, the next okay. night you get gifts from St. Nicholas. Okay. But if he caught you that night, then yeah, you were either getting whipped or ignored or drugged to hell. Hmm. And pretty you know, extreme. Yep. These stories all started around because People didn't have children that lived until old age. Yeah. So they developed these stories to scare the children that did live into, like, not taking gifts from strangers. Like, food. That that was one of the big ones that if you if you took food from strangers, Krampus would come and get you. Which makes sense because, like, these kids were probably malnourished and very hungry. But, like people are still dicks and would poison children and kidnap nice. children. So you wanted them to be scared of, like, the woods. You wanted them oh, to be okay, scared of strangers. Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. And Krampus was one of those stories that helped reinforce that. But like I said, he came the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas, which St. Nicholas was on the 6th. He comes on the 5th. So we've already passed. Good good job, everyone. Baby Jackson <laughs> did great. Yeah. He's tied to, like, birches and birch trees. Okay. Um, which is what he would, like, use slivers of to beat children oh when they were bad. Or, like, as forewarning, he'd leave them in their shoes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> which came before the stockings as kids would leave their shoes outside. And oh, bad, okay, okay. Get, Interesting. Yeah, they'd get a switch, and if they were good, they got, like, a little treat. In Catholicism, St. Nicholas was, like, the patron saint of children, so when the Catholic Church was starting to roll all these pagan holidays into, like, Catholic-friendly holidays, they mm-hmm. took him because, like, who doesn't want, like, a jolly fun guy that loves kids and gives out presents? And because they didn't want him associated with judging children, they, like, begrudgingly also accepted Krampus because, you know... Catholic Church, you can't just love kids, right? Like, they got to be punished, too. Yeah. And so Krampus, like, rolled into that also. And then uh, later on, they decided, oh, no, Krampus is the devil. <laughs> You're worshiping the devil. Because all these, like, small villages and stuff, they have all these big festivities. And there's a Krampus run every year where the villagers dress up as Krampus and, like, chase the children around. And get oh, drunk. my God. What's that actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd totally go to that. And the Catholic Church was like, no, no, that's actually Satan. You got to stop doing that. So they took the fun out of it. Losers. So Krampus kind of fell out of the public eye. And then very recently, actually, with um, the development of Pinterest, believe it or not, Krampus started, like, receiving an uprising again. Because one of the things that Pinterest shared a lot was, like, these vintage postcards. And Krampus was used a lot before the Catholic Church decided to push him out. And so a lot of people on their Pinterest boards would share these pictures of, like, 
this demon goat person wrapping a child up and giving them gifts at the same time. So (laughs) he kind of, yeah, he can't, he kind of came back into our lexicon and then they've even like made horror movies about him. There are poems about him. He's really started to get another uprise. And so there are even people writing horror stories about him and I found one and I have one that I would like to read to y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This story is called Krampus by Jay Spitzel. Each year on December 5th, a person in my hometown is brutally murdered. The police are at a loss. With each victim, a poetic story is left behind. Below are the stories from the past three years. Story one. Frederick loved to smile, for he was always glad, happy, warm, and gentle, never, ever sad. But Frederick had a secret. One only he knew. The man loved to strangle children. He turned them cold and blue. Oh, my God. The townsfolk never found them, for he was very smart. Frederick took their corpses and tore them all apart. It couldn't be young Frederick, everyone would say. He's a man of God. We always see him pray. One cold night came, and Frederick rested his head. But soon he heard a scratching underneath his bed. Frederick trembled as he looked, oil lamp in hand. On his bedroom floor, the demon had a plan. Away from you, beast. The night is dark and long. You have no business here, for I have done no wrong. Krampus only laughed as he shook his rusty chain. He hung Frederick by the neck until he writhed in pain. The lynx constricted, digging into his skin, and Frederick cried out, paying for his sin. He begged and pleaded until his final breath. With a beautiful snap, Frederick bled to death. Oh, my God. Krampus hung him out to dry, and all the townsfolk began to cry. But not the children, for now their souls were free. And under Frederick's body, the phantom danced with glee. Oh my! Uh, yeah, God. that's dark. It's a nice little it's dark. time. Yeah, very dark. Bedtime <laughs> story. So Merry Christmas, gonna, children. Yeah, read that. Read that to, dra- to Jackson on yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Story two. Greta loved herself more than she could bear. She never ever had enough, and could never ever share. Want was never more. It was never need. Her envy grew and grew, and then it came with greed. Greta needed more, but money wasn't flesh, so she stole from her family and gave it, and it gave her quite a rush. It is not enough, to herself she would say. I must have it all. There is no other way. Into her grandparents' home, Greta crept inside. They had many treasures, jewelry and gemstones pied. But when she looked about, wealth she did not find. Only ancient Krampus was something on his mind. Greta shrieked and trembled, staring at his claws. She knew there would be no mercy from this evil Santa Claus. You shall have your riches, Krampus said with a grin, and he gave them to her after peeling off her skin. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of work, too. That is. Uh, (laughs) Just drag him to hell, man. Hang out with your mom. Make her you know? Right. And so here's the last one. Herman was a doctor, and that's what he would say. And every single patient, they would have to pay. He cut and pulled and burned, and after he was done, for more he always yearned. The surgeon was a butcher who had a taste for swine. With their bleeding flesh, he'd pair it with a fine red wine. The hunger took him, body, mind, and soul, yet his evil, it never took its toll. Herman was alone. In his chair he sat. All his human meat that had made him very fat. He drifted off to slumber and began to snore, until an angry Krampus burst through the door. Herman could not move. He'd wet himself. In fright, Krampus licked his lips and let out a squeal of delight. First he gouged out his eyes, and Herman could not see. Then Krampus filleted his tongue. 
It was as tender as can be. Ew. Christmas is joyous, full of love and cheer. Is it? But you must remember the one that we all fear. So be kind to one another, show love, and heed this text, or Krampus will find you, and you will certainly be next. Okay. All right. So, again, that was Krampus by Jay Spitzel. I have other sources that I did not copy over. Uh, Wikipedia, history.com, and National Geographic. And I'll have those in the show notes. Yes. Always in the show notes. Well, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind so of. so kids really heard that and probably really believed it. Yeah, scary yeah. as fuck. Can mm-hmm. you imagine, like, you know, oh, he'll peel off your skin. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Love you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah you're like six. You're like, yeah. what? I don't even know how to oh, color did, in the line. Did you steal your dad's treat? Oh, okay. Well, Krampus is going to drown you in a river. Yeah. Leave your shoes outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh and then as the parent, you just, like, go in there and leave a twig. Yeah, like, yeah, on floor. <laughs> there, there were some other things that said like you could leave like Krampus gifts out, and maybe he'd show you favor. Like you, he liked like spice brandy and um, yeah, like a little six year old. Please don't pull off my skin. I need the brandy. Yeah. <laughs> Go buy me schnapps. Yeah. I don't want to be drowned yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah, screw that. It's cold. But that's yeah. the myth of Krampus. Yeah, nice. That's that was good. good. Yeah. yeah, Merry Mythmas. Blah blah blah. There isn't there um, a Krampus movie. There is. It's a horror movie. Um, it's okay. It doesn't follow, like, um, the one critique that I heard a lot of today when I was researching this was that it did not follow actual folklore. Like, Mm -hmm. it created its own. Hollywood stuff. Yeah. But I've watched it. Um, it's a dark comedy. It's fun. Yeah. You shouldn't take it seriously at all. Yeah, yeah. You should take it about as seriously as you would Gremlins. Um, but the, the setting is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but the, the costume is really great. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It has the guy from Parks and Rec played ben. Adam Scott, Adam right? Adam Scott. He's great in it. I remember he was doing an interview when he was in, I never saw the movie, but he was doing an interview for, for the movie mm-hmm. and somebody like Conan O'Brien or somebody was asking him to explain Krampus and he couldn't do it without laughing the whole time. And he's like, oh, no, yeah, but I need ridiculous. to be serious. <laughs> it's a scary movie. They like, they literally all thought it was, it was. Like marketed as a like a comedy, comedy. Oh, yeah, God. because it hits, you know. It is. There's another one that's really good, and it's called Rare Exports. Oh, 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 oh! And it's I Norwegian. saw on TikTok. Yes, it's a horror movie. It's really good. It's be prepared to see a lot of naked old men. Oh, at some point, God. lots of balls. But it's fun. It's a fun <laughs> time. It's a fun time. Fun balls, time. ball sacks. Yes, I on TikTok. I saw somebody like that does, like, critiques of, like, Netflix or, you know, Amazon movies mm-hmm. or whatever, and that was one of them, and I was like, wow, what a unique idea. Because the way he explained it was, like, an evil Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that was the demon half-goat man. Jerrica, what do you have? <laughs> I have also a, a demon creature. Um, I'm actually doing Grilla, Lepaludi, and the Yule Lads, which is Icelandic folklore. And now that I've heard your story, there's a couple things that um, I can see is probably just very European um, that's connected to it. One yeah. being that this is also a cautionary tale for bad kids. What is <laughs> it with the Icelandic people? Man. They really go all out. They oh do. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> they are cool with scaring the shit out of their kids. Trauma. <laughs> um, so my sources are um, an article from thelineup.com, um, two articles from smithsonianmag.com, um... And two, also two articles from Guide to Iceland, and I also use the YouTube channel Kind Art Gallery Iceland. 
um, for some of mine. And I'll show you pictures at the end. Um, but yeah, this is Grilla and Lepaludi, which um, Grilla is the matriarch ogress or troll, and Lepaludi is her lazy ogre husband. But it's very important that it is you know that he is not as evil as she is. Apparently, that was important to say in all of the articles. Well, of course, because she is a woman and <laughs> yes. he's yes. a man. Um, they're said to live in a cave deep in the highlands of Iceland with their Yule cats and their 13 uh, children, the Yule lads. They have more children, but, you know, it gets kind of messy. It is said that they're cannibals, like other trolls in folklore, but feed on badly behaved children. Grilla visits the town with her sack, puts the naughty children in her bag, and takes them to cook in her cauldron. Um, Grilla is a term used for giantess or ogress that causes terror and danger. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's me. Yes. Um, according to popular collection of Icelandic tales, Grilla has 15 tales, but older poems depict her as having 15 tales, and on each tale, she had 100 balloons, and every balloon contained 20 children. What? Yeah. Okay. Or even um, 300 heads and three eyes on each head. Another account claims that she has had she has bad nails on each finger, which, like, <laughs> That's such a cut down. She's got bad nails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And eyes in the back of her head and horns like a goat. So kind of, you know, similar to Krampus. Also scary. Um, her ears, there's an, a picture or um, in one of the depictions, it says her ears dangle down to her shoulders and are fastened to her nose, which I'm like, ew. Um, her chin is bearded in some and her teeth are like charcoal. Either way, it's all bad. <laughs> I was about to say, they, they really... They, they did her dirty. They yeah, did right? her so dirty. Like, you know, a lot of times, sometimes when they're, like, discussing, you know, imaginary women in folklore, like, they at least kind of give them, like, good tits or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, even yeah. if they have, like... I'll actually show you a picture of, of Grilla. Oh! Poor Grilla. Lovely. <laughs> they really did they, her dirty. Yeah, they either demonize women in folklore as being very hideously ugly or, like, very sexual. Yeah, There's very sexual. No has no, She has nothing to do with Loose intelligence. Women. Yeah. Or witty or anything. Or she's, if she is intelligent and witty, she's, she's yeah, ugly. She's Grilla. Here's the, here's, this part, like, makes me laugh. I'm kind of rooting for Grilla now. You know? <laughs> it won't Eat last those long. bad children. <laughs> Definitely better than the last ones I'll tell you about. Grilla had been married before she met Lepaludi. Her first husband's name was Boli. They had a lot of children. Boli was also a cannibal like Lepaludi. Boli died of old age, and after his death, Grilla found her now husband, Lepaludi. He couldn't take care of Grilla and their big household when she fell ill, so he hired this girl called Lupa, who they then had a son out of wedlock called Skroger. When Grilla got better from her illness, she was furious to find out that he had had a child with Lupa and drove the mistress and the child away. But she still stayed married to him. Maybe that's why she's so angry. I mean, I would be too. Yeah. So Lepaludi and Grilla own the Yule cats, as I mentioned, um, or the Christmas cat, which is a terrible big cat that comes lurking on Christmas night and eats people who don't get any clothing for Christmas presents. So you got to have something soft in your Christmas presents or else you'll get eaten by the Yule cat. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's easy enough. (laughs) Little thing. Yeah, right. Mom, I need a scarf. Surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I keep mentioning the Yule Lads. These ones are my favorite. Um, the Yule Lads. Grilla and Lepaludi have 13 um, sons called Yule Lads, and they are equally terrifying, mischievous, and ugly. Um, so they have, their names are, um, one of them is Sheepcoat Claude. He rides sheep, impaired by his stiff peg legs. Oh, now I'll show you pictures of these as well. The Great. Um, Gully Gawk, who hides in gullies, waiting to sneak into cow sheds and steal milk. There's Stubby, 
who is abnormally short and steals pans to eat the crust left on them. <laughs> he seems pretty innocent. Spoon licker. Just one crumb. Steals wooden spoons uh, to lick. He's thin and malnourished. There's pot liquor. Steals leftovers from pots. I don't know how that's much different. They just sound really hungry. Yeah. (laughs) I know. You have um, bowl liquor, who hides under beds waiting for you to put down a bowl to steal and lick. I mean, honestly, they're doing half my dishes for me. I do that with my dogs. I, like, put down dirty bowls, and then they clean them, and then I wash them. Great. (laughs) Yep. Okay, then there's door slammer. Who likes to slam doors, especially during the night, which that one would get old real fast. Mm-hmm. There's Skier Gobbler. Um, he loves Skier, which is an Icelandic yogurt. There's Sausage Swiper, who hides <laughs> in the rafters and snatches sausages being smoked. My big favorite college. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I was like, somebody my needs God. to say it. There's Window Peeper, who is a voyeur who looks through windows for things to steal, which, can you imagine? Okay, to steal. Yeah. Okay. It's not, like, sexually motivated. No. He's just... He's not out there, like, mischievous. Yeah, okay. It's, like, ultimate ding-dong bitch, but, like, going in to steal some shit. Yeah. Doorway sniffer. It's abnormally large nose and great smell sense. Um, used to find bread. There's meat hook, who uses a hook to steal meat, which that could get really dark, like, just, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. But she just wants to steal your meat. Um... <laughs> And candle stealer. Um, he follows kids to steal their candles, which at this time they used to be made of tallow, which is beef or mutton fat, and so they were edible. So these were all children of... Grilla and Lepaluti. Mm-hmm. So imagine that household. Yeah, apparently she had like a lot of fucking kids, like 20-something kids. I mean... One of them slamming doors, the other one stealing sausages, yeah, you know, one of them peeking through windows. I wonder exactly. if she named them after seeing... Things that they did? Things that they did, yeah. Or if she named them that, and then they're like, you better fucking slam a door. Yeah. <laughs> you I didn't name it. you after your grandpa for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what it is. She's, again, she was very scorned by her shitty husband, so. I get it. No, yeah. I don't. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Just a> reflex. <laughs> I mean it like it's that. Fine. No, we knew what you meant, though. You know. We love you, John. <laughs> okay. So, from the 12th to the 24th of December, one by one, they engage in 13 days of mischief. Each has different antics, as I mentioned, ranging from the weird and gross to fucking scary, um, across the country until the end of the Christmas season. Today, their image has largely been sanitized, probably because it was disturbing as fuck and traumatized some kids. So, rather than being trolls defined by extreme deformities, they now tend to wear the traditional red and white clothes, fluffy beards, and wide smiles. So, they look kind of like um, the dwarves Mm -hmm. um, nowadays in, like, pictures. And so, rather than, like, pulling pranks, they simply leave presents now in the shoe that children place outside. This is the goddamn elf on the shelf. Oh, my God. Probably similar. So, rather than pulling pranks, they simply leave presents presents in the shoes that children place outside um, their doorsteps or their windowsills, um, a bit like the stockings on fireplaces in other cultures. In place of a piece of coal, naughty Icelandic children will find a potato in their shoe in the morning, which is, like, markedly much less intimidating than, you know. I mean, also, it's still food. Like, yeah. you're a starving kid. You still get yeah. food. Potato. Yeah, potato. It's true. Way easier. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even though um, they have undergone a transformation, the Yule Lad's original trademark looks and tricks tell a tale about Icelandic history, culture, and folklore, and are a great example how, of how festive traditions differ around the world. And so that is 
Grilla, Lepaludi, and the Yule Lads. Interesting. I never heard of that one. Would you rather have a stick in your shoe or a potato? A potato. A potato. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Stick or a piece of coal? Stick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Less work cleaning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Could also defend yourself with it. Exactly. I, mm. I was literally thinking of just poking people with it. Yeah. I'm okay. like, why not? Well, you would, Krampus would definitely come for you then. Yeah, you I know. Uh, naughty girl. Yeah. Okay. That was Grilla and Lepaludi and the Yule Lads and Savannah, what you got for us? Awesome. Awesome. Well, Birdie actually sent me a link to a few different creepypastas for my story. So I read through some of them and one of them that stood out is an evil fucking elf on the shelf. Oh my God. Nice. Yes. Hate that guy. I know you do. And so I was like, and I didn't even realize that this was sort of based off of that um, until I started getting really into it. And I was like, that has to be what it's based off of. Yikes. So um, my sources are from creepypasta.fandom.com slash Merry Christmas. That's the story. So here we go. Today is two days away from the anniversary of my niece's death. No one knows how she died except for her mother, who passed away recently, and me. I do not know who to tell, but I need to tell someone. No one would believe me anyway. They'd lock me up like they locked up my sister, and I wouldn't blame them. I hardly believe what happened myself. Bethany was going to be 10 years old the day after Christmas, the year that she died. She still believed in Santa. I thought she was too old for that shit, but her parents thought it was cute. They did everything they could to keep her from realizing it was just a lie. Bethany loved Christmas and Santa and elves and all of that. She used to tell me about an elf that she would hide in her house. Or that would hide in her house. I just thought her parents must have been hiding a toy elf or something, But I asked them about it and they said they didn't have any elf dolls. I thought they were joking. Bethany's stories about the elf started getting stranger. She told me that one night she woke up to the elf sitting on the dollhouse next to her bed, Mm -mm. watching her, with its empty glass eyes. After that night, she said the elf turned bad. She said it would move around her room making strange noises at night. And she told me if she tried to get out of bed, the elf would run towards her and bite and claw at her feet What and the ankles. fuck? <laughs> oh, thank you. The elf, she said, had too many teeth, which were long and thin, but not pointed. So for me, I'm like, what? Then they're long and thin, like, and they're not pointy? That doesn't make sense. They're like razor blades? I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She said its nails were long and sharp like claws. Of course I didn't believe her. But then she showed me the scars and new bite marks. The bite marks were normal human size, but very deep and definitely with more teeth Uh marks. That's when I started to worry. I didn't believe in the elf at that point. I thought maybe she was doing it to herself. I thought maybe she might have been seriously mentally ill. And I wish I was right. I told my sister my concerns about her daughter. She was worried too. So she found a psychiatrist for her. I thought that would help Bethany, but as Christmas came near, she seemed to get a lot worse. I was staying over at my sister's house for Christmas Eve, and Bethany asked me to sleep in her room to protect her from the elf. I said yes. I thought that it was a good idea so I could figure out what was going on with her. Maybe she was biting her own ankles in her sleep? That night, yeah, sure. That night, Bethany woke me up and asked if I would get her some water. 
I didn't want to get up because she was afraid the elf would come back and attack her. I didn't want to leave the poor girl in there alone, so I told her she had to come with me. She didn't want to come, but I wouldn't let her stay. I should have listened. Oh God, maybe she would still be alive if I had listened. It's my fault she's dead. Mm. When we got by the door, I saw the elf was tall with strange teeth and blank white eyes. I thought I was imagining it, so I turned on the light. It didn't go away. I know Hell I should have no. tried to leave, but instead I tried to take a picture of it. As soon as I did, it started to run at us so fast I could barely see it. Ugh. Everything happened so fast. Bethany, who had been standing so still, pushed me out of the room so hard that I fell to the floor. The door slammed shut. All I could hear was a voice screeching so loudly. I could hardly hear Bethany's screams. It sounded like the voice was saying Merry Christmas, but it wasn't pronounced right. It sounded like Merry Christmas. Anyway, I was trying to get back to the room, but the door was locked. I tried to kick it down, but I wasn't strong enough. Yuck. I ran into the kitchen to find something to break the door as I called the police. They thought it was a joke. I don't understand how they didn't hear the screaming. How did her parents not wake up? I found a brick and decided that was good enough to make a hole in the door or something. Suddenly, I heard a ripping sound, and the screams and the screeches stopped. I cautiously opened the door, which somehow unlocked, and the walls and the bed and all of her toys and furniture were bright red, soaked in Bethany's blood. Mm. On the floor, the elf was hovering over Bethany's corpse. It was split in half vertically, and the elf was wearing her intestines around its neck. Oh my god. Uh, Yeah. I screamed louder than I had ever screamed before. Bethany's mother finally came out of her room. What the fuck, Bethany's mom? What the fuck? Like, how? Okay. You're a bad parent, Bethany. I mean, I've been known to take a sleeping pill or two before bed. And I can sleep through a lot, but I don't think I could could sleep through that, you know? Mm Mm-mm. You know? Yeah. So Bethany's mother finally came out of her room and saw what had happened. She didn't even make a sound. She just stared at the horrifying scene. We closed the door and put things in front of it so it wouldn't open. We went into the living room to wait for the police. When the police finally arrived, they questioned us and her husband, who hadn't heard a thing. I couldn't say anything. It was like a dream, so unreal. I just sat there staring into space. The only one who had told the police what happened was my sister. The police removed the barricade from the front of Bethany's room, but when they opened the door, nothing was there. The blood was gone, the elf, Bethany, everything. The room looked completely normal, besides snow blowing in from the window. Everything was gone, like magic. The police started a search party. They thought she had ran away. After everyone left, I stood in her room alone and cried. I heard the sound of bells, and then I heard the elf whispering, Merry Christmas. I ran out of there. It's been a year now since Bethany's death. After Bethany died, my sister's mental health began to deteriorate. She boarded up the doors and the windows of Bethany's old room. She never slept anymore. We found her trying to cut open her stomach several times, and we had to have her live in a mental hospital, where she ended up killing herself by making a noose out of her bed sheets. Now I am the only one who knows what happened. Everyone else still thinks she's missing. I don't go near that house anymore, and I can't bring myself to talk to Bethany's father. But no matter what I do to forget what happened, I can't. Sometimes I still hear the elf's voice at night, and I'm afraid it's going to kill me next. It is almost Christmas. Yucko. That's yeah. good. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if there's anything I can do this Christmas, hopefully it is deter you from doing any type of elf in the shelf. Yeah. So. Same. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, here you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 
So Birdie is going to tell us what the uh, palette cleanser is for this episode. Yeah. So uh, we're actually going to play a game. Feel free to play along if you'd like to. I am going to read nine poorly explained Christmas movie plots, and y'all are going to, going to try to guess the answers. Okay. 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 Let's do it. So number one, the Terminator and a sailor battle over this year's hottest toys. Jingle all the way. Yep. Jingle all the way. Hey. Oh, girl. So bad. <laughs> Has little baby Anakin Skywalker in it. He's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, number two. A careless homeowner finds a legal loophole to evade manslaughter and then gets a promotion. I did not know for sure. I put home alone. I put the Santa Claus. It's the Santa oh, Claus. Damn. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Because he killed him and he fell off the roof, but he yeah. became Santa. Yeah. That's a good one. I had that one for one later, but yeah, that one fits so much better. A train conductor kidnaps children and brings them to an isolated village in the north. Polar Express. Polar Express. Ding, Never ding, have ding. seen it, uh, but I knew I knew there was a train. So yep, yeah, <laughs> that's like, pretty much all you gotta know. Yeah, train. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And weird, like animation, claymation looking things. <laughs> yeah, because really it was strange. like when that first yeah. came out, and so it's the, what is it, the an- Uncanny Valley? Yeah, it, like yeah. looks too close. <gasps> I have that written down as, as a subject for us to cover. That's sometime. a good one. Yeah, a rich guy needs some coaxing to love Christmas. A Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Christmas Carol. I didn't love all these. I didn't come up with all these. Hey, so. no, we needed some easy ones in there. Yeah. some of these were hard. All right. A guy crashes a Christmas party, falls off a building, and dies. The end. So I've never seen Die Hard, but is it? Okay. It's Die okay, Hard. That's one I skipped. I just, I knew somebody fell off a building in that movie. I love Die Hard. Awesome. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, Santa has a deadbeat brother. No fucking clue. Fred Claus? Fred Claus. It, it has, oh, okay, um, okay, okay. I think oh, I have. his name? Um, From Wedding Crashers. I can't yeah. remember his name. God damn it. I know you're talking uh, about Vince Vaughn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It has, uh, it has, uh, Weiss in it. Mm. Oh, I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's way too beautiful to ever be She's gorgeous. Yeah. The one from The Mummy, know. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. Yes. Why? Okay. An abused loner is forced out of his mountain retreat, steals gifts, and then gives them back. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Correct. Yes. Okay. A kid buys a crappy tree and directs a crappy play. I have no fucking idea. No. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh. oh I've never seen that. I've never so. seen that oh, either. Okay. I know the dance. That's it. <laughs> okay. And number nine is a bastard disrupts birth father's life. Elf. Yes. Yeah. That one made me laugh because I'm like, wow, that was a really poorly written yeah. plot for the movie. But Very it's, it's correct. Yeah. It's not, not wrong. wrong. So how'd y'all do? Um, so I got everything but two right. Um, I didn't answer three. All right, Savannah, you're the winner. You nice. win nothing. Oh. But congratulations! Yay! Yay! I guess. That was fun. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a really good palette cleanser. I liked it. Yeah. That was smart. So, yeah, that wraps up our episode. So, any any last words, ladies? Social media. Oh, our social media is violent underscore delights underscore pod on both Instagram and on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you have a wonderful holiday, and I hope 2022 is nothing but blessings for you both. Yeah, happy hope new year, guys, because we'll we'll 
probably not talk again until yeah. yeah. So oh my gosh. Also, yeah. don't be naughty. You know, because yeah. you'll or get beat with the stick. Be naughty in the right ways. Yeah. <laughs> or else that sausage liquor will come again. Yeah. Know, whatever. Sausage liquor, bowl liquor. Like, what the? They were just hungry. They were just Are hungry. We wrong? And like, wanting to help with dishes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, thanks for joining. Bye. Bye. Bye.